Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for a very special episode of Sippin' Tea with Joey and Marie. In order to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, my dad got a very exclusive interview with... Kid Frost, the legend himself, the godfather of Chicano hip-hop. Yes, sir. And we're going to talk to him right now. Unfortunately, on this one, Aaliyah Marie was unavailable. Darn. It's Uh. okay. We still had the opportunity, and this is truly definitely an interview you want to listen to. Yes, so check it out right here without further ado very special edition of sipping tea with joey and marie the kid frost interview hey yo joey bravo here and i got the legend in the building right now this guy i'm gonna go ahead and say this he is the godfather of chicano hip-hop this is the man who opened up the doors who put brick by brick down on this road for many of us to walk on man because you put so much into it man that i, I i'm telling you when i was a little dude I was living in uh, Southern California, Ventura, and and it was the very first time I heard La Raza. Let me tell you, there was one, it was probably nine out of ten cars were bumping La Raza everywhere you go. La Raza was playing everywhere. This man right here, he's legendary, man. This guy has been uh, the the character or, or voice character on Grand Theft Auto. His music was, we were bumping his music while we were stealing cars on Grand Theft Auto. You know what I mean, we, I mean you, you were you were featured on uh, on uh, Next Friday. Mamacita was on there. I mean, the list goes on, man. The accolades are there, you know what I mean? And not yes. only that, you have offspring like Scoop DeVille, man. That's your boy right there. <laughs> like, I mean, I got so much information Women on you. Weather. Yeah, <laughs> bro, this, okay, <laughs> and this right here is the intro of all intros because I gotta tell you, man, this guy is the man, the myth, the legend, certified, man, it is my man, Kid Frost is in the building, what's up? You will, I story, MC Kid Frost. Yeah, what's up, patron, what's he's up? the big boss, oh, oh my God. Joey bro. Bravo. What's up, what's, what's up? What's good, what's good? Let me tell you how excited I am about interviewing you and having you on my show. I've been talking Lena, she's behind the cameras right now, and I've been telling her, I've been like giddy like a little kid, man, because when I first heard you, I was a little dude, man, and there was nobody representing us out there in hip-hop, man, that it, I, us, I mean, there was Latinos out there, but there wasn't a Chicano, there wasn't a dude of Mexican descent out there putting it down and explaining our lifestyle and giving us that, uh, you know, that spotlight, Facts. and you did it, bro, you did it, man, so I, I don't care what anybody says, I'm gonna tell you straight up, this is the godfather of Chicano rap. This is why there's Lightershear Brown. This is why there were so many like Lil Rob. There's so many dudes out there. That is because of you that they're here, bro. Man, straight up. To, to even say that as we started, you know, something I, I really feel that we did open the doors for a movement and a brown wave of artists to be heard. A platform that is getting stretched all the way from the GT Garzas now to the Cap G's to I think, you know, that wave of of us and I say us uh being, you know, Lewis and Clark, which yeah. I call me and Mallow. You yeah, know what man. I mean that's Bro, I love Milo Man. You know what I mean? I, I met him a few years back. I, I chopped it up with him. I interviewed him as well. So to me, I'm gonna tell you like this. I see this as the holy trifecta because I remember one of my favorite jams of yours was on the Latin Alliance album. It was you, ALT the Saint, 
and Mellow Man Ace. And it was one of my favorite jams that I played it so much the tape like ran out. You know what I mean? It <laughs> wore out. I played it so That's much. Right. And I, I I I haven't met him personally, ALT, but I talk to him all the time on Facebook. Me. And, yeah, and he, we were talking about you one day, and I was like, "Man, you guys are like, you guys are like my heroes, man, in hip hop." Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. so meeting you now is this surreal, bro? This is this is crazy. Oh, I appreciate you know, that. You know what I mean? I'm humble too. I'm I'm very humble to be to have the run that I have right now. I'm blessed. You know what I mean? For like you say, accolades. There's a lot of accolades that you know, like that we had. People don't understand that in 1990. I won Billboard Award for Best New Latin Artist. Yeah, I remember. After that, they never gave that award to another rapper. It went to the Gloria Stefans, the, the John Cicadas, the you know what I mean, and the the Ricky Martins. It went to a whole nother level for that brief moment of a window. We captured, you know, just it was just a, a movement and. Yeah. I think that's the kind of a reason why there's like Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill follow you guys shortly because uh, Sand Dog is Mellow's brother. During the time you of guys that, knew each other. Yeah, yeah. B-Roo used to come to my house every morning at nine when we were still in the mix of getting all the stuff with Virgin Records and everything put together. Um, B would come and pick me up in his caddy, and you know we would, you know, air it out, you yeah, know, yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, B's look at B now from it from that whole thing of what he built from Dr. Green Thumb to just a multi 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 million dollar empire. Look, we're and we're looking at his business partners like Burner and them on Forbes now. Something we would have never thought we would see of somebody who you know what I mean, but took something from just their imagination and then captured the imagination of everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cookie Monster could the Cookie Monster from Sesame Street could have had cookies, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it would have, you know what I mean? It would have been a global movement yeah. with somebody just took just one word and one spark of that imagination and somebody to get it and plaster it on everything that he saw from backpacks to t-shirts to hoodies to and built a multi-million dollar empire. So yeah. if you have visions and aspirations out there, anybody that's listening to this that People are telling you you don't that you can't do something or you can't achieve something. Get away from that person immediately. The first thing you got to do is cut the strings of that person. Leave them alone because if they're never, ever going to let you become what you want to become. And it's sad that some of the people listening to this, it might be someone that loves you, but it's like two magnets. You know, when you put the magnets together, sometimes they slap together, they lock, but when you turn it around, it repels itself and pushes it, pushes itself away. So if you have dreams, man, follow them and stay with them because I'm living proof. I mean, right here that, really? you know, you can do it. I'm still still you know killing I mean? it, bro. After we're still in the game after doing all of this, you know, and um, I remember uh, I remember seeing you for the very first time. This is like a, I was like a young dude, man. I was like 1995, I think I want to say, but it was in San Diego. It was a, it was a car show. It was you and uh, rest in peace, slow pain. I think he was backing you up. Slow peasy. Yeah. yeah and, and you guys were yeah. like, uh, you guys were rapping. One of my favorite jams. Um, uh, it was from the uh, what is it? Smile Now, Die Later album. Uh, it was uh, La Familia, which is one of my jams. Yeah, yeah. And I remember y'all performing this jam, and you know we're down in San Diego, right? And you guys are from LA and stuff. And I remember 
you guys were like, I'm from the barrio, East Los Aslan. And I remember they're like, oh, you know, it was like, but it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. And then yeah, everybody calms mentally, down. Yeah. Everybody calmed down. But it was yeah. it was so cool because I remember seeing you do that. And I thought, man, that's crowd control right there to get. Because you know how all the homies we get, man. Sometimes yeah. we're so very territorial. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah. when these guys were ready, like in arms, you calm them down. So, so, so tastefully, so easily. And then I was like, that's, that's my control, bro. That's, that's yeah. the definition of an MC. A lot of people don't understand what an MC is. It's obviously a master of ceremonies, but the thing is that you have that, you, I've, I've seen you a few times, you know, and, and honestly, like mm-hmm. I introduced you one time at the Latin lockdown tour mm-hmm. here in Boise. And mm-hmm. I just saw you kind of walking to, and I was like, oh, dang, that's, that's Kid Frost, you know? And I, I didn't say nothing because I was, you know, I was a little timid, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, I've been around you many times. It was yeah. just kind of like six degrees of separation type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, But every yeah, time yeah. I see you, bro, there's an aura about you, man. There's something about you that to me is a driving force, right? Yes. And so when you get on the stage like that and you have this control, man, it, you you have a, a, a way of being able to bring people up, bring them down, whatever. And I like how you choose like your style of music that I, I've always loved. No matter every record, it's always like some. I'm on some like, man. I'm gonna ride. Man. I'm just gonna cruise. I'm gonna maybe you know light up a little something, whatever you know. But it's yeah, it's it's yeah, on yeah. that it's on that good tip, man. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I love that, bro. And and when I heard um, I was telling you that I heard La Raza and I love La Raza and I remember there was a follow up single and I remember turning it up and I was tripping out because I was like, am I on the right station? And it was Yastubo, you know. And it was when you would do like, I'm gonna do this in English. Now I'm gonna do it in Spanish. And I was like, what? This dude is rapping in Spanish on the English station. So I was tripping out right and i was like that's that's the day that i started writing right because i do a little mc and stuff that's and, right and so that's i started right. writing because of and i was a kid man i was i was trying to write stuff yeah. you know i was trying to mimic your style i was like oh, i'm trying and it's poetry yeah. people don't realize and you're doing it and yeah man. yeah it's it's that rhythm in poetry right yeah it's when we we hear something we're like oh i just want to say something over this it's inspiring yeah. me to give a message out right yeah and you've always had that smooth you know, delivery, your style, your voice, man. Like it's, there's nobody like that. Like right now there's, you hear so many different rappers, no disrespect to the new ones, but they sound a lot the same, right? Yeah. But, but you Monotonous, co- yeah. man. Come on, you guys. That's what I'm saying. But you come Don't from the era. Don't follow each other. Don't follow a trend. <laughs> yeah. And so you come from the era where we all knew who it was. We knew when it was Send Dog. We knew when it was Be Real. We knew yes. when it was Kid Frost, Mellow yes. Man Ace, you know, Wu-Tang. We knew. We The first the first couple bars are like, we know who that is. And People, yeah, and, and people got in line at yeah. Tower Records at midnight yeah. to wait for the release yeah. to open up the door at eleven the next day to get the new Cypress Hill. Yeah, you know what I, I love mean? that and feeling. It's like, it makes me sad for the youth and, and that you they don't picked, have that. Remember, and you grabbed it and you yeah. opened up the CD, and even though you didn't know the producers or any, but you're reading every word because you'd like, yeah, who's. It's like it was just intriguing to yeah. you to see, like, wow, this is really unfolding. It mm-hmm. was like, and like you said, a, a solid pillars and bricks of the solid foundation of West Coast hip hop yeah. wouldn't be here. I mean, yeah. my first record, I want to go back and say one thing about the crowds and 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 being able to see and and work as an MC because I we were talk we were talking about that I think yesterday with Shorty and them about that same thing about the rappers now and they're rapping over their lyric vocals, tracks yeah, their yeah. vocals that's weird and to me that's weird I don't I don't see that being being an MC because mm. I came from that etiquette of KRS One yeah. and you know we I had mean, to rock the crowd right yeah Big Daddy <laughs> Kane and you know what I mean it, it, you, back then in the backyard parties and these you. 
got thrown off. You know what I mean? And we're rolling around with some big Samoans that wouldn't. You Booyah know, tribe. Yeah, this man. is so brave. That was my jam, dude, back yeah, in the day. You oh. know. Yeah. But, but I'm going to say this, man. Our raza, we are proud Aztecs. We, we have that Aztec blood and that pride in us that's just can just turn our blood and boil it instant. You know what I mean? And it's I all of us have that in us. You got to humble yourself, man. It's it's really after my open heart surgery and triple bypass and everything that I went through, every day on this side of the dirt is an absolute blessing. Yeah. I don't even cuss or anything on the new album. I don't I mean, I did all that. I I don't want to get into issues. A lot of people you know that they want to get us on different podcasts and talk about issues of what the young kids are doing. I don't know what the young kids are doing. I couldn't tell you their well, names. Well, we want to bring there. the light, you know. It's to, yeah. it's about bringing light, right, to the situation. And the thing is, is that uh, w- what you're saying, it just speaks perfectly to me because I want to inspire people, right? Yeah. And like how we say, you know, like 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 you, you inspired me uh, to do what I do, right? Uh, you inspired me. I'm like the first uh, a Mexicano, Hispanic dude on radio here in this in this area that was in an English station, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I did a lot of stuff on the first, but it was because of guys like you that made me believe that no matter what anybody would say, man, I'm going to make it happen, you know? And Perseverance. So I, yeah, and I would do Keep it. pushing. Man, I would get phone calls from racist people going like, what are you doing, you know? Talking yeah. smack, and I was like, what's up? I'm right here. Let's go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm if, like, I read, <laughs> if I read the social media comments, you know what I mean? Yeah. Grandpa, what are you doing? Yeah. Go, go with your grandkids. Yeah. Stop rapping. It's not uh, when I, you know what I mean, but well, we're rock star. You're, you're a rock see, star, bro. When I see, see Al Lau, yeah. when I see Ice doing these yeah. shows and mm-hmm. he's going out with Body Count and they're doing these tours and Al Lau's doing these tours and and I just we just did the Queen Mary and Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and Master G opened up for me. Wow! And I'm sitting there at, at and watching the stadium and I was like just in in shock and I'm in the I'm backstage singing the message word for word you know yeah. I'm broken glass everywhere, everywhere you know what yeah. I mean and I'm like and that those were you know what I mean that's what I grabbed to learn from hip hop that's what were my basic well I went through I went through basic training in Fort Bliss Texas in 1979 Bro, I was in Fort Bliss Texas I trained stinger missiles down there really I was, I was in the military well, too so what was your MOS oh well, when, the, when I was in the military I was a uh, uh, foxtrot so I was a uh, uh, I was a supply supply and fuel fuel well, tanker is what I would do well what and, you're saying with missiles yeah. I, my, my MOS was a 16 Delta I was a hot crewman loader launcher oh what so I, did See, I didn't know that I, man. Did, I was 17 and a half and i went to rotsy because i i lived on military bases with my parents you know i mean for a lot of my life um until i was 16 till my dad retired i had lived in panama guam costa rica ecuador my dad was a jungle training expert fort sherman based out of fort sherman panama canal zone so i lived in panama for five years as a kid you know i'm playing baseball and all-star baseball and, and stuff like that i my dreams was to be a baseball player i mean and i I played very well. I played pitching, and Mallow's dream was to be a baseball player. So when we first went on our tour, we bought brand new hundred dollar baseball gloves, and we would get off. We would get off Roger. We had Roger Troutman, rest in peace. I love Roger Troutman because he had Troutman buses, and we were on one of his buses with Julio and them with the drum machines in the back. I wrote pretty much East Side Story in the back of that bus. I love that. Going from here to Homestead, Florida, so. 
Yeah, man. Shout that's, out. That's so dope, man. Roger yeah. Troutman, as a matter of fact, that show that I was telling you about in San Diego, you guys were together. So yes. uh, Roger Roger was the, 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 the main guy. And I was blessed to do three songs with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did the last song. Oh, you the know, Diamonds and Pearls yeah, is my jam, that's bro. that's the last song with Roger. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. the last song he did, mm-hmm. man, before he went. And then mm-hmm. he went back. And it was so dope because he, he would poke at me. And then he did Donald Duck. Yeah, yeah. Impersonation. So he would come in, <laughs> you know, crazy talk. Keep rock. You ready? And then he would pick up the guitar and then start playing like he, Jose Feliciano, yeah. Light My Fire. He was a hell of a performer. Man, Rod, yeah. rest in peace, Roger yeah, Troutman, man. For real. I know in, in the catacombs in heaven in those, those era, I know, man, just even us like to see if their spirits are up there, the, just the music, I mean, that is getting made right now from our heroes of that time of let's let's go back and, and, and do it as a time scale mm-hmm. and say, like, if the 1990s was the 50s and and so imagine the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Now look at the 90s, the 2000s. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. And for us to be doing what we're doing still for our people and our raza, our gente, to still be supporting, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful— It is, bro. It is, you know what I mean? One of my one of my homies, uh, he just did, did some work with you, and, and you, uh, Il's Akil. He's one of my one of my homies, it's my man. homie. Yeah, and uh, me, I actually— We shot. We just finished shooting yeah, the video. I saw the pictures, man. So he was—the uh, second time he got on stage— Tyler was asking me, who's that, who's that in Spanish on the second <laughs> verse? That's who he's talking about, his yeah, deals. Yeah. He goes, I think he was learning the voices. So mm-hmm. he's hearing different voices. So he's like, is that your voice? And I'm like, no, that's Ills the Kill. That's, yeah. Ills is A. He's so yeah, solid, he's bro. He's a beast, He's bro. a good dude, He dude. is, man. He is. He's solid through yeah. and through. Family man, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's that. That's the thing of us right now is that ever since my open heart surgery, you know, I went through this nine and a half hour surgery. They took my heart out of my chest and put it on a table wow. and, and repaired three valves. One of them from right here, you can see it. Mm-hmm. And then... I got the full zipper. Oh, man. So, look, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. They saw my ribs, cracked my rib plate open. I, for me to even be doing what I'm doing and getting on these stages and doing it, it's because of the deal that I made with the Lord. So, I'm trying to use my platform in a better light. And I slip and fall, and it's not uh, doing bad things, the streets and the dirt. It's just my discussions and talks with the lord those 12 hours proceeding into me going into open heart surgery when i really felt the true omnipresent presence of the lord and once you really feel that vibe and vibration and i don't know what was maybe put in my heart or people with you know bad wishes maldition you know envidias being jealous or whatever you know it all when they sawed it open and put it out. I don't know what came out, but as soon as they brought me out of it and brought me out, my demeanor of everything that I started doing changed. And the first song that we started working on was "Never Lose Hope," and it was a song. And I went to Sal Rodriguez, which is the drummer for More, and I said, "Sal, man, I want you to play drums." And he pulls me aside right away and he says, "Frost, I already had told the Lord if you give me this platform." With this new album, I'm not going to abuse it. I'm going to use it for the right cause. And Sal tells me, he pulls me aside, and he's a straight Christian. You know what I mean? So he he tells me, you know, I want to play in your project. 
but are you going to say the F word? And I said, Sal, man, believe it or not, this whole project, I'm not even going to cuss from song one to song two. And it just started. And the first part of that, of even me breathing of it, like, I, you know, I don't know how much time we have to even No, you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you, man. I'm so going to try and say So look, so the first part of sitting down with the drummer of war, which mm-hmm. is Sal, you know, um, I'm just like, sometimes I'm feeling so exhausted, but I'm knowing that I got to find my opening because he's the quarterback for all the wrong I've ever done. Wish I could take it back if I could look into the future like an almanac. I probably juggle my life like a hacky sack. I made a couple meal and didn't know how to act. They say what goes around comes around. That's true facts. Take your life day by day because it's too fast. I was caught up in this place and felt it pitch black. Now my heart is full of fire like a lip match. I'm a lion in this jungle. This my habitat. Grip tight on the sword like a thundercat. I felt my heart failing like a heart attack. I prayed on a daily. I got a second chance. He gonna get me through dealing with the circumstance. And now I'm coming full throttle like an avalanche. And then I got Bo Rock on the hook. Wow. From summertime in the LBC. So yeah. I started doing these, what people started telling me, hey, pulling me aside and saying, Frost, that's a testimony, what you just did. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And they're like, Frost, come here. And then they sit me down and they're saying the words and breaking them down. I'm like, you know, and then I'm now, I'm my, my consciousness woke up and I'm like, Let's go. You know what I mean? I see it so clear. 2020 vision. Yeah. We try to make it out, but everything is competition. Why don't you lend a brother a hand and do something different? It's time to build each other up and start a coalition. Now I'm thinking all this positive into existence. You don't know the pain until you got a hundred stitches. That's why I'm stepping on the gas, burning pistons. Don't want to look into my past. It's so vicious. I don't chase riches. I love living. No more life glitches. You know what I mean? It's... It's just different, dog. It's I different know, now. I'm loving it, man. I lo- I I'm loving you, that. You got chills. Oh, yeah, I do, man. I, I, you know what? It's it, The thing is, is that a lot of your music is a soundtrack of of, of my life when I was growing up. Um, I used to always want to make movies. I mean, I, I, I work on videos and stuff, and I do fun stuff, but I always wanted to make a movie. So I made a movie using your soundtrack, La Familia, with my little brothers, and I still got like an old videotape <laughs> that we I made. I was tripping last <laughs> night. I was tripping last night because So Life, my DJ... <laughs> He was, he was man at, at Shorty's event. We're singing La Familia, and we turn, we pull it down on the hooks, and the whole crowd, it's a family the affair. They just start yeah. singing it, you know what I mean? So, and it's these, classic, bro. Some of these guys weren't born yet. Yeah. That's what's. I'm it's because they got people like, like me, bro. It's they got yeah, people like me, like you, exactly. like, like my kids Theos know and tias yeah, and my kids all know your jams. And grandmas yeah. and grandpas <laughs> going, come here and listen to some real Chicano rap. <laughs> Let's say my, my kids. I got five kids, bro, and all my kids are like, you gonna meet Kid Frost? I was like, yeah. I'm like way pumped. They're like, oh. Uh, get something to him to sign, man. I, I really, they were so excited. They listened to La Raza <laughs> all the time. At least once a week, we're listening to La Raza oh, because man. I got many stories about La Raza. There was, as a matter of fact, I'll, give, I'll tell you a funny story. One of my homies, his, uh, my best friend growing up, you know, uh, his, his uncle came from Mexico, so he didn't speak really good English, mm-hmm. but he would listen to La Raza over and over and over to the point that he started learning English from what you would say. So he'd be I like, I heard that yeah, story yeah. too. And he'd be like, what's once, the matter? Bro. You afraid you're going to get hurt? He yeah. told me, like, I'd be like, what? And I'm like, you're going to get hit with a palo and I'm like what 
Democrats. I'm like, bro, it's almost like teaching. It's almost like it's almost like coming to America. Remember with Cheech and Chong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. It's you learning. You grab words. Yeah, it's it's so like 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 threaded into our culture now. Like the thing is, is that the you you've surpassed and believe it or not, believe it or not, this is why I say Malaman Ace and Kid Frost were the Lewis and Clark of that. Yes, because we opened up a door. Now that I don't think even if that portal wouldn't even open, who would have said that we would have got reggaeton? Yeah. And half of the English and the stuff that we were starting to get half and half right away. Because when they first started pushing the reggaeton stuff, man, you didn't know. But I think it I think it started coming off that same. You know what I mean? I mean, Melaman Ace is Mentirosa to... Pitbulls, mentirosa. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah, he does the whole bilingual stuff, and it's got because the of you blueprint. guys. Yeah, it's because of you guys and what the, you. The you, crazy you part did. about it is, is that, like you said, we have this proud machismo pride. So these guys won't give you credit. They want to rewrite history. They people won't go say, "Hey, look, I took, I drew from the blueprint." From Mallow, they you ask me and I say I I grew f- from the forefathers of hip hop that came from the Bronx, New York. Yeah. I can't change that. I'm a real MC. I can't change what I started when me and Ice T started the Evil Three MCs and came out and we came out on Electro Beat Records and you know what I mean we I can't change that. I can't. But the thing that's dope about it is that. Man, when they go back, because none of us right here in this room are going to be here in 100 years. Not not one facts, of us. Yeah, you know what I mean? And what are they going to see when they look in the catacombs of those? It's the old hieroglyphics. Port- I don't you know what they're going to call them. Emojis, man. <laughs> They'll be like, they're gonna, the ancient emojis. They're going <laughs> to go back and they're going to say, we're going to be these... We're going to be the oldies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's what I'm saying. It, it kids trips are gonna, me out, man. Kids are going to probably have these headphones and the songs are going to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys, did you hear that? Did you hear that? The <laughs> song. Yeah. It's dope, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just, and that's it. Look at how emojis made it so that kids can communicate in other language from all over the world. Yeah, that is pretty dope, though. You know what I mean? Because kids know what the emojis are. Mm -hmm. So they go on TikTok, and they don't even know that Japanese kids are intertwining with kids from Sweden and Mexican kids. That is the beauty of of the way way that we're also interconnected through the world, right? But at the same time, parents, watch your kids on that, too, because there's a lot of predators and a lot of stupid people that, you know what I mean, that'll give that your kid swipe left, swipe right and then all of a sudden he's on something on youtube that's you wouldn't even watch so man be cool man and make sure you know what your kids especially your children man because keep keep them young as long as you can man don't don't make them adults too fast no more slow it down man we're we're living in a time and era where the world is just spinning man and it's going so so fast and we're not doing the same things we're not it's so sad you know a lot of these kids you know they it's, it's just crazy to me how they just staring into these phones and we don't know what the the side effects of their vision at them doing it from babies now that the parents give them the phone in the car seat and they're swiping right and left and up before they know how to say mom and dad and talking they're already on the phone navigating themselves through cartoons and you know what i mean and it's crazy so yep. slow it down man slow I know we're getting technology fed to us at an alarming rate, but at the same time, 
Take the time to teach your kids, man. Don't don't let not, don't let the school just the, rely on the schooling system and these people, and especially don't rely on the kids outside and the streets and all that to raise your kid, man. Take the time and really, really see how your kid's growing up, and make sure you take your time with your child, man, with your children. If you, if you took the time to make them babies, our raza, man, we, you know what I mean? We're Netflix and puro amor after, yeah. you know what I mean? And hey, speaking of babies, bro, you know what song, what song uh, connects to uh, to my my first child? My Because my, I got five kids. So my oldest daughter, the one that I listen to. I got you beat. I got seven. Yeah. <laughs> you got seven? <laughs> uh, Heaven Sent. That's my jam. From oh, LA yeah. Freezes Over. Every time I hear that song, I tear, I tear up when you say yeah. that. Yeah. That you were at the hospital and you see the little girl. That's true I, story too, yeah, man. Was, Facts. It, 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 that man, whole thing. Facts. That connection, bro, right there is every time I hear that song, like I think of my oldest daughter when she was born because it was my first. It was the beginning of my family, right? And bro, I, I tear up every time I hear that song because, like, and that's how connected uh, your music is to my life. That there's, I could, I could, I could go on list of songs that are connected you're, you're, to something. You're making you know? me tear up now because <laughs> you got you got to understand something mm-hmm. is that like I'm saying that was a true story and. This is like before the open heart surgery. I wasn't. I was living foul. I wasn't living right. I was out there, you know, doing things in in the nightclubs and the, you know, where the girls dance, and it was all bad. And you know, I mean, I had to. I apologize. I mean, like I'm saying, I got a, and that's Scoop's mom. You know what I mean? That I'm talking about that, and it was all bad because. Man, I'm, I'm, I mean, I really like. I'll be honest, like to say, cause we're, I'm being real with you, and it's really how, just how you, the conversation that how we're talking, and the history that you know of it. Man, somebody even watching later might even show the family members and cousins or aunts or something might show. But I apologize to my first wife, and I've never been married ever since because, for when I I have a full fledged love affair with music. And so it's hard to give a woman totally what she's going to need in a relationship from an artist, man. And it's hard for artists. Music is your mistress. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and and I I eat, breathe, and you know, S H I this music stuff, and I live it to the holy fullest. This is this is what I got, and. I want to make sure I'm not thinking of the people now that are talking all that masa. And I, and I trust me, I don't even look at. I don't look past the posts. They's with me all day. They don't see the phone in my hand. You see me days. I won't even post. It's I don't look back or see. I don't. I don't do podcasts. I don't do interviews. This is the most in depth conversation wow. with Joey Bravo. Well, I feel. I feel that I've had oh, man, from I'm honored, bro. From uh, and this is real from Rodium Radio to. To Vlad, to 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 American Cholo, to a lot, and I I appreciate them doing these platforms and doing what they do, but I just but I, this is this is why I want to do it is because I want people that like you say there's not enough respect for the roots right and I think that once we get to a certain age they think we should be kind of put to the to the side right but th- but they don't put Mick Jagger to the they side they don't that's what they i'm saying they don't put Willie Nelson that, to the side and they that's don't my put, point yeah they don't put Van, Van Halen yeah. and Poison and they don't put Al Al and they don't put these guys but that's but why that's hip-hop why hip hop wants to put yeah. you in yeah. a box yeah. And yeah. and put you out the pasture, like you you know what I mean like you know what I mean we're we're feeble minded now we can't yeah. man I'll 
But that's why, wise, that's why we have to have these type of platforms. Like me doing this, like I want people to know this. I want people to walk away from listening to this interview and, and watching this, knowing that the, the roots were laid, that the bricks were put down by by, by uh, G's like you. You know what I'm saying? And and people need to remember that type of stuff because like my kids, my kids are going to watch this this uh, this interview and they're going to be like, dang, I didn't know all that, you know? And to them, it's, it's a, they, they love music as much as I do, you know? So they what they want to do is they want to learn from everything they just they're they they, they want to take as much knowledge as they can from the earth and 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 put it back in their way and project it in their way so i want them to be unbiased walk yeah, the world yeah, unbiased yeah. with and with, sponges yeah sponges and they do and that's, absorb exactly. everything and that's absorb. why we have to do this you know yeah. and what you're doing and what you're saying is is man is i, I love it i, I, I love don't, this man. i don't i i this see me and you can naturally talk when you get on some of these other things that i see it's a narrative and an agenda that they're pushing and they want to pigeonhole you into this this spot where then you're on the spot. And then with the thought process, you ain't got the time to really think yourself out of a situation to talk, talk and you might say the wrong you know what I mean? You ain't saying well, I, the right. I see this a lot with uh, Vlad uh, interviews. Uh, like he'll he'll take a little chunk and then he'll be Vlad, like, "This guy is Vlad, but he wouldn't stop. <laughs> he was relentless. He wouldn't stop. He I mean, because I remember he was asking you about Eazy E and what you thought about Eazy E when he passed away and stuff. And I remember there was an interview with that. I mean, um, which that which, went that yeah. went to viral so so yeah. bad. But yeah, I remember at, that at the at the same time that interview was a block. Of an interview that was really like this, yeah. you know what I mean, and th- that's the thing is, I'm a now I'm, an, I, I'm the elephant in the room with the knowledge and the memory that has, that can tell you these, you know what I mean, the Ice T crash from when he's leaving Pico Rivera Sports Arena on the 605 and his Porsche slid out and, you know, it was a scary thing with Ice. I, I was there because I was with Ice from that show. There's you a connection I mean? between you and Ice T, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't that how your name came about, Kid Frost? Yeah, can you, exactly. can you Can you say something about that? Well, Ice at that time and era, I was gonna be, you know, and shout out to Gemini. I was a Gem. I'm a Gemini. That was I was gonna be Kid Gemini, uh, and then it was Lena's like Lena's a Gemini. My so, lady's a Gemini. So <laughs> I was born May 31st. So, oh, nice! Hell yeah! So, so you know, there was just that connection between Ice. Ice heard me the first day at radio. Ice would be at the front door. And this was before Radiotron. It wasn't it was club radio off of Alvarado. And Ice would be in the front. And he'd look at you and nah, you ain't coming in. And send send you away. Cause he went to Club 54 and seen it already. So he hand selected people to come in the club. So as soon as you, my boy, man, my boy George Calderon, and shout out to George, even though we don't talk right now over some car shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I got the car back, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> but man, shout out to George. He was tropical music, and we used to do we used to do backyard parties in Pico Rivera, East Los, Santa Fe Springs, Almani, Whittier. We would just go in that Santa Fe Springs area. But then we got hired to do Florentine Gardens. And they would pay me 75 bucks to go on stage, Florentine Gardens at midnight in Hollywood and perform with Tony G. Yeah. So Tony, Tony would G. get Tony G would get 75 and I got 75. And man, it was beautiful because that that was the era of the 
Yeah, know, the pop and the locking, that, man, all that. that. Of, yeah. the, of the members only jackets yeah. with the white tuxedo gloves and yeah. the suspenders hanging, you know what I mean? I remember and, being a little dude and my cousin was <laughs> into that. My cousin is the one who introduced me to hip-hop, you know, and he was always about b-boying and, and all that stuff, man. They were the, the yeah. Mystical Breakers. They had a, a group called the Mystical Breakers. That and era. So, yeah, it was so a beautiful sad. era. So yeah. sad that the kids can't relive yeah. what we went through. We get to see and it you know all, right? Crazy? Yeah. You know what's crazy? The crazy part of this whole shit is though the crazy part about it is is that with the commun communication that we have now we it's hard and we can't get everybody in that room but back then because no, imagination drawed you to that scene yeah it was all spread by hand paper flyers and yeah the street teams bro that's the way they did it and landline day. phones yeah you on a landline you remember the party line bro whenever yeah, let's get them on the party line <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, where you from homes <laughs> hey homes hey i said who you hey and then you they i would get on the party even after and so you disguise your voice hey yes <laughs> hey, and you hear one of your homies you know what i mean and he's, i'm from that body and they're yelling out and then you're like Hey, I said, hey, spooky. Hey, shut up, I said. <laughs> hey, who's that? Who's that? Like he recognizes all of a sudden. How come you don't do like like more like cartoon voices, bro? Like she do cartoon voices, like like at least some animated series. All right. Have you ever got hit up by to do animated series? Because your voice what is you're like saying, phenomenal. What you're saying though is that I've been wanting to do voice and like all the way here right now. These guys listen to a two-hour radio show that I just did with, and I had in Baby Bash and Frankie J. And yeah, you guys Magic. were in a, you guys did a group together called Latino Velvet. Clint. Yes, I remember that album. Yes. That album was and we fire, and bro. every time we're together, man, we 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 entertain the new Latino Velvet album. And I, I'm working with Bash still. You know what I mean? We just finished we just finished my album. He's on my album. And shout out to Bash, man. Bash is never, you know, the, this this game is is cruel. And there's a lot of people that. As soon as they think or you're falling off or you're not going to be somewhere, not knowing that you might be taking care of life issues. You might be in cardiac rehab. You might be going through, you know what I mean? I'm, I I went through the ringer with that. And with my open heart surgery, there was, I can probably count of the people that were really, really there. He he's my DJ Soul Life, man. Shout out to Soul Life because he went from me getting wheeled in to the first person being there through that whole time he sat in the hospital to see and then he was one of the first face faces when I brought me out the anesthesia and they pulled the tube out I mean to me so like the 12 hours before my surgery I watch Apocalypto and then my doctor tells me don't watch please don't watch open heart surgery on YouTube please don't watch it and this is Dr. Belangi. She's a teacher for the doctors in UCLA that are want to become heart surgeons. So she's an instructor, and she's about four foot something, just a small little lady. And she comes in with scrubs with the Lakers all in yellow, oh, with the Lakers jerseys. And you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And she's, I love this lady. You know what I mean? Because I know the people in there. So as soon as I go in the hospital, out of nowhere, one of the orderlies comes. And his name is David. He comes in my room and he goes, I was sent here by the Lord to come and see if you're okay. So right away, as soon as I'm in the hospital, my mind is already getting blown. So he's telling me, I pray with this doctor that I pray for her and with her, the surgeon that's going to do my open heart. 
in my open heart, dude, they're in there with La Raza playing the video. Dang. You know what I mean? There's there was twenty five students watching, watching from, you do watching the surgery. They, I you know, I let them. They I signed the waiver for them to su- see it. So my oh, doctor wow. wanted to, you know, what I mean, to show it. So. And, and you ever seen that Seinfeld episode when they when they were uh, not Jerry and Kramer watching open heart surgery and they dropped some um, the candy mints <laughs> 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 because they were watching they were I doing was the same so thing. Scared. <laughs> the, the, I'm I'm gonna say though, like I said, man, them last twelve hours, I I was scared when I so they told me not to watch it. I I there's like shoot, I was already in ICU this whole time. I'm with a heart pack with a monitor on. I'm freaking out. Like I'm like man. So then the last maybe eight hours before they're going to take me into downstairs and I watched it and I seen the first thing they did was make a blue line and they just pulled out a a saw, the same kind of skill saw with the thing. And you just hear. So you you can you feel that when that was happening? Heck no! Oh, I was gonna say, dang! I, I was getting scared. You feel everything. Like, la- you feel everything after. You uh-huh. feel. I mean, it's and, pain, and it's though. a lot. It's a lot. And I'm still going. My left side hasn't came back all the did way. Did you have I'm any still, kind of out of body experience when this was absolutely. happening? Absolutely, you did. Absolutely. And this is what, had, this is what we we're I talking about, the right? Omnipresence of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. I, I he first, and I'm telling you. So I watched the surgery. I seen they crack your ribs after they saw you. And then they grab your heart, and they they to get your heart out, they freeze it, like just like you would see that freon and that ice cold when you see it, like you know the cancer and it gets yeah. that freezy around it from yeah. the can, free putting your lighter, they freeze your heart and then they pull it out and put it on a table, so they cut the valves and That's then gnarly. you're on the so now you're on the iron heart, you're on the lung, you're on the iron lung, they're doing everything for you now. So then you go through the first four and a half hours is getting through there to get your heart out. And then remember, once they get it out, they got to put it back in. So they, they put it in. But the thing about it is, is that it's enlarged now because they're putting so much water. After my heart surgery, I gained 16 pounds of water mass. So wow. you're, you're on Lasix and catheters and stuff right away. They're yeah. draining that fluid to pull it away from your heart. You know what I mean? And they make you walk the first hour on a... Thing in the, the first pain. hour after we get into surgery, the, no, after I came out the oh, next morning, I was like, the first, what? first hour, in the first hours yeah. of the first six hours, yeah. you have to walk. So they make you, you get it with a walker, but you're you're pulling the LASIK things. They're walking with them because it's just happening like on its own. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. Wow. I I came out of that and I I swear, dog, like the people, but every person that was around me. And this is on everything. Every person that was around me in that hospital, from the guys bringing us food to the, every single one of those person was a per, a child of God. Like was touched by the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. From my doctor mm-hmm. on down, I'm still in communicate. I'm still in cardiac rehab. I'm in phase four. I'll be in. And how phase long four. ago was this that this happened? Two. Two and a half years now. Wow, it's now, been that long, huh? Now, so, but look at what happened. Mm-hmm. So during that time, one of the arteries that they harvested, it collapsed. So I had to go in and spend another, like, 18 days in. I just didn't post and do all that. They had to do an emergency, emergency eight-centimeter stint and open it back up. I got four stints in me now. I've done done wow. almost almost close to 16 angioplasty grams. 
just so they can go in. I have congenital heart disease. Oh. That's why I say every day on this side of the dirt is an absolute blessing. For real. My my they say that my heart aged like a seventy five year old man. They say that um if you've seen the power of your heart, like I I, I know like because I, I watch the angioplasties myself, so they numb you from the head down, and you can see. And if you anybody listening or seeing this that knows or gone through this knows that what I'm saying is real. So I watched watched it, and the power of your heart. We don't know because we've had it in our heart since babies, but the power of it, the fuerza of the arteries and the stuff of the push of it, is like hurricane thunder winds, wow. and. And I'm I'm serious. And when I seen it, I had a different appreciation for my heart mm-hmm. to take it on. My dad died at 48 on my birthday, you know, three massive heart attacks. And he went out, you know, pops. I had a sister. She had a, she died of a blue heart. She she was six years old. She made it till she was six and buried in Rose Hills. Um, so heart disease runs in my family. Yeah. We were I mean, we were. We were migrant farm workers, yeah. you know what I mean, and same my brother, family. I used, to, I used to pick oranges uh, yeah, all over so, the San so, Fernando Valley and all that. So we were, lemons. Our, <laughs> our fa- we were poisoned by the crops and the insecticides and the stuff that were sprayed before they had the real laws of the stuff. So my family that was when that uh, was Cesar Chavez the got up there, yeah, yeah, and it made a difference. Yeah, yeah, you know, my family were part of the of, of the marches and stuff like that 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 were going on in in. Um, and where were you? Li- you were living in, in Southern California this whole time, correct? Nah, I wasn't because... Where were you living? At those different times when we were younger, I was living on different military bases. Okay. And then right. every summer, I would catch an IHOP, mm-hmm. and that's the C-130. It's a military plane, and mm-hmm. you fly to a mil- the military base. At that time, it was Fort MacArthur, but they don't have it no more in mm-hmm. San Pedro. So we would fly in there, and my grandma and grandpa would go sign for me and pick me up, mm-hmm. and then we'd go straight to East Los, you know what I mean? Wow. And then I would go back to the Army base and like, yeah. with a bandana, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And So, out of all your I would, albums. Of all, <laughs> I would mimic, you know, I don't know if you remember Chico and the Man. Yes, I do remember the Chico and the so Man. The commercial yeah. Chico I watched and reruns the man. of that a lot because a lot, I right. loved it. So the intro, the intro yeah. is the little cholo in the yeah. blue shirt with the beanie. Yeah. I... I tried to be that guy uh, from that yeah. show. Like <laughs> I tried to be that guy, yeah. and to see like Gypsy Rose, the '64, the car, yeah. like that was my connection to Chico and the Man. Was the the little cholo walking? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the Gypsy Rose lowrider. Hey that's man, all well look at like Chico and the Man, like Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince, what he did in TV is what you did uh, for uh, Latinos and and hip hop because there wasn't anything like that. And then when he did it, it was like a show dedicated to a, a, a you know a, a Latino a Chicano. Right? Well, we had some we had some good, but we had some good actors that came out in that era. Yeah. Anthony Quinn. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can't take away. True, that's from, true. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? We had there's so many there good jams. So many... Remember Boulevard Boulevard Nights? Was it? Heck yeah, that was a that was a, that was a jam, dude. So you you were actually featured on uh, that movie American Me. No, I was featured. Yeah, no sunshine. Yeah, ain't no sunshine. I, that was the my title jam. credits. That's yeah. a, the title track. Yeah, when they wrote the titles of the. I do you know remember I mean? that, dude. That, that was a good um, jam. I remember a lot of crazy stuff happened when the filming of that movie. You yes. know, and, and, and yes. I, I remember there's even I, if I remember right, there's a documentary that yes. that talks about the the making of that movie and stuff. Yes, but I mean, you've been around in so many different. Um, you know, in generations of like iconic moments, like yes. you're an icon yourself, but. 
But people, I mean, I'm sure at the moment when you were doing what you were doing, you didn't think you were going to be the icon that you are today as in, as in Chicano hip hop and just in hip hop no, in general. I, and it, I did not. So when you were, when you were starting like with La Raza and I know you men, Melo Manes had Mentirosa and, mm-hmm. you know, soon after, you know, had Light of Brown and everybody. Did you think that all that, that from what you started doing that it would just open up the floodgates like it did and then we would have this movement because now there's people in everywhere from Mexico rapping like full Mexican albums you know Spanish albums and like you know this wasn't like happening before until you guys did this you guys really opened up the floodgates for all these creatives to start um, creating more and more and more and like like we were talking earlier you know to the reggaeton I think that all has you know something to do with it from what you guys did so now and I'm blessed when you're saying that I'm blessed to be the one that they go back to and reference yeah they're like oh well kid frost and yeah. mallow you know what i mean and yeah. it's dope and to retrospect be how do you feel about that like from from being the young man that you were to you are now like what like how would you just in, in a short amount of time how, how would you tell me how do you feel about that man i i'm i feel like if you really look at it and i mean of what bishop you know from ak-47 brand He's making me believe it now. Like, is that man? I'm I'm the George Washington of this Chicano rap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those like are facts, the, bro. That's facts right there. And there's a lot of people that want to rewrite the history of it or say this and say that. And I love it, man. I I, I love that because it just gives us still that. And if I'm the one that you point out, oh, he's oh now he's doing that. He's doing, if it makes you want to go back and make some bomb ass music for our gente then come on let's go man do if, that's, it, right? if i'm that if i'm that catalyst of it that you know what i mean that <laughs> that 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 wrench and screw yeah. of it and you feel like the manifold of our engine is yeah. it's loose now where yeah. you know it's why got, i wanted to rap in spanish and english was because of you guys it's when i heard you guys doing the thing and i was like i i, I have to start writing in spanish and you know we you know we our first language i don't know if yours was but my first language was spanish and then i learned english i don't remember which i learned you know how, how i learned them but i remember just knowing them both right yeah. but i'm sure i knew spanish first because my, my mom and dad yeah. only spoke spanish of course but it was like knowing the knowing the rhyme because i would always rhyme all the time but huh, even right now but it, uh, so the thing was is that i i, I heard you guys do what you did and i was like i gotta start writing in spanish too you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and so i would write in spanish just because of what you guys did and like i said i didn't go that far as many as others have mm-hmm. but there are so many that you spawned from you what you guys created you know that's why yeah. to me it's 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 an honor to have you here in the studio what and, made me want to mm-hmm. do more like where you're saying mm-hmm. that is like you got so far is that one day i was just sitting here out of the blue and i'm looking at the 12 inch ruler and I'm, I was just sitting there, and I'm ba- at first I was just banging the ruler. I'm hitting it. Then I lay it down. And I started thinking of that my accolades of what I'd done in hip-hop. So I start marking Ice-T. I start marking, you know, Terminator, Rough Cut. I start marking, and I'm doing it on these eighths of an inch. And... I'm ta- I start saying, you know, Hispanic causing panic, the album's East Side Story, Smile Now, Die Later, When Halle Freezes Over, that was in, this is now volume one, volume two, and, and I'm filling up these eighth marks. But I'm looking at, but as I'm filling it up on the 12-inch ruler, I'm still only over here. 
I start looking at the accolades of all these other artists of where they've climbed in these plateaus that they've reached off of these ladders through the rigors of what we go through. People don't realize, mm-hmm. yeah, we're rappers and all that, but we're humans. We're we're just like you, man. I I gotta I gotta you know what I mean. I gotta go sit on the pot every day just like you. I gotta eat every day just like you. I gotta I gotta live live and a lot of people don't see that they've painted this facade of us and this image of us and they put us on this this place where these artists are sad that they have to try to keep up with that and yeah. do that and i i'm so blessed that after everything that happened to me i don't got to do that no more you know what i mean well you've already created this legacy so i mean it leads me to this next question and i know it's like asking you to pick which one of your kids is your favorite but i would say which one to you means the most out of all these albums that you put out Witter in atlantic yeah yeah, the new album, Ooh, the brand new album, right, because right. I got to work with the players of War, and God, I, I did, and like I told you, we did the last song with Roger Diamonds and Pearls. Now you're gonna hear I did the last song with Steve Salas from Tierra, wow. and we did I'm gonna find her with all the live instruments yeah. with D, and we were slated to do the 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 video and all that, and then he was dealing with some bouts of cancer, and so they told and so they told him, hey, go to this hospice for a few days. And you'll be all right. They'll help you in there. So he goes to this hospice, and of all things, he, he gets COVID in there. Oh, no. And then the COVID hits him, and we uh. lose him, like, instant. Almost the same amount of time that we lost Rudy in that year span, you know, mm-hmm. of Rudy Salas. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. And so, you know, all I can say is the two brothers couldn't live without each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And wow. they went, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they went. So I, I'm excited to hear this new album. Now, before we leave, though, um, do you want to? What do you want to say to the people, man, that just watched uh, this this video and this and, and listened to the interview? What and I, what, what I want to say is that in our era, in our time of 2022, you can't believe. Not, I mean, man, it's a lot of. Sh- shaking and smoking mirrors and things that ain't real you know what i mean and there's these kids that are just following these trends and these these other kids that are doing stuff out there that they shouldn't be doing and then there's another group that is steering the kids that are in their 30s still calling themselves little this and little that and it's like man you guys need to stop all that man even even I dropped the kid and you know what I mean and became frost man we the only way we're going to show growth and get somewhere is that if we start showing unison and start doing things together with each other and and doing strong positive music it doesn't matter black brown red yellow green it it don't matter man if, if you're doing good music together and and you got a team that you're building together and you guys are solid in a solid unit that's what you guys need to do if you have dreams and aspirations of doing anything in life like i said when we first started this stay with your dream and stay with your goals of what you want to do and keep pushing anybody in your life that's going to bring that negativity to you shake it off i call it sucker repellent like yeah. you know what i mean and i'll go and turn around and like 
and and I turned around one day and and that's the song that's going to be coming out with me and Sugar Free. So Sugar that Free, first. Yeah, I love yeah. Sugar Free. So yeah, yeah hey, man. well, thank you so much for taking your time Joy, to bravo. come out here, man. It's it nothing, good. nothing but respect for you, bro. You're a legend, and yeah, I want man. everyone to know this. And for anybody who's a fan base of me and stuff, and 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 watches the stuff that I do, I really want them to uh, dig into your catalog of music because there's so many more, like just classics we're over a million albums. we're, we're yeah. still over a million streams a month on every single platform that's what i'm saying bro. Not, you know what i mean it's, it's because well, that's the type of music and, that you and grow shout up out with, to you the, know? shout yeah. out to the new millennials that are going back and resurging and bringing back 90s hip-hop and yeah. playing playing us and giving us grandpas as some of you call us <laughs> a chance to eat more than you guys who are making this music fighting and fussing over your royalties and if you can't find them Y'all should get a hold of D Silas, man, because he'll go get your royalty checks for you, man. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what's up. Real. Uh Frost, thank you so much for being here, bro. Man, I, I Joey, got my respect you. for you. Thank you, man. Yeah, this was smooth. Yeah, peace, brother. I ain't wanna get-